You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, and in these episodes, Sangram and myself, James Carberry, focus on personal development. We'll share books and other resources that are helping us get a little bit better every single day. And remember, like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining my session, B2B Digital Advertising in 2020, COVID-19's Impact on Ad Spending and Best Practices. I'm Jillian Ryan, Principal Analyst at eMarketer, and I'm excited to share my research with you all today. I wish we were together in sunny Scottsdale, but I'm filming from my home today in Astoria, New York. And we have a lot of ground to cover during our 30 minutes together. On this slide, I have an agenda of some of the different content that we'll get to. First, I'm gonna take a moment to take stock of how the pandemic has impacted the B2B sector. And then we'll dive into some exclusive e-marketer estimates for US B2B ad spending. And that'll also include a look at how the digital mix has evolved this year. Next, I'll walk you through some of our industry estimates. And this is a new portion that was just added to our forecast package this year that gives us some real granularity into what specific B2B sectors are doing in regards to their advertising. And lastly, some best practices. So I'll have some of those on how you can target your audiences in your advertising campaigns. So diving into the overall impact, it isn't a surprise that the B2B marketing plans that were conceived earlier in this year no longer work in a COVID-19 world. B2Bs are figuring out how to stay in business, how to operate, and how to recover. And this also requires a digital transformation of their marketing and sales efforts. And the rippling impact differs greatly by sector. As you can see from the chart on this slide, it's no surprise that the tourism and hospitality B2B category said that they've seen substantial disturbance to their business because of the coronavirus. Other hard-hit B2B segments include personal services, education, wholesale, and manufacturing. At the bottom of the chart, you will notice that there are some B2B sectors that have experienced minimal impact, although every company has some sort of impact in their own way. Those sectors include tech and telecom, financial services, and energy and utilities. But no matter what industry, when it comes to the potential business impacts spurred by the pandemic, uncertainty is a central theme. B2B respondents noted that they were worried about their sales and revenue. They were concerned about cash flow and liquidity. And they're also worried about the disruption to executing business strategy overall. As B2Bs face these challenges and others head on this year, it's critical to optimize all channels and weigh how much should be spent and where. And budgets are shifting for sure. Early on in the pandemic, McKinsey found that 62% of B2B professionals said that their marketing budget had decreased, but there were also some marketers noting an increase in budget, about one-fifth of respondents, and 18% also noted that their budget had been unchanged because of the pandemic. But whether or not you're spending more or less, there's certainly been a change in your mix. Without in-person events fueling the top of the funnel with leads, digital channels are doing heavy lifting. And roughly four in 10 US B2B marketers surveyed by B2B Marketing Zone said that they would reallocate live event budgets to other channels. Now the chart on this slide shows what some of those channels are, where those dollars are going. So look at the red box. We have content creation, webinars and digital events, search advertising, and paid social. 
Now, it's also important as you think about how your mix is changing to understand the shifts that are happening in buyer behavior and buyer spending during this crisis. Early in the pandemic, according to some April 2020 data, it was a little bit of a mixed bag. McKinsey found that half of buyers were reducing their budgets. But then we also looked at some lead MD research that said that another half were currently considering purchases. Now, the general theme here is that buyers are moving forward only if a product or service is critical to the maintenance of their own business continuity. Essential purchases have been greenlighted and anything else stalled. But some recent Google and Ipsos data shows that the purse strings may be opening up just a bit. Google conducted two waves of this survey, and now the first was done in June of 2020. And at that point, 56% of B2B buyers said that their spend was increasing anywhere from 10 to 50% over the last month. And then the second wave, which was conducted a few months later in August, saw that percentage point jump by 10% to 66 And this really indicates a revival in B2B spending as we've normalized in this pandemic situation. So I've taken a couple of minutes to set the stage here on what's happening in the B2B space, and that'll really help guide the rest of our discussion, which will include eMarketer's exclusive research on US B2B ad spending. The main headline here is that though the B2B digital ad market represents a really small slice of total US digital ad spending, it is a portion of the market that is thriving. The fact is that COVID-19 has really pushed B2Bs to rely heavily on paid digital ads and more so than ever before. We estimate that US B2Bs will spend 8.14 billion on digital ads this year. And that's up 22.6% from 2019. In 2020, we anticipate that US B2B digital advertising spending will cross the $9 billion threshold The growth won't be as strong next year at just 10.9%, but it'll continue to grow its size. So over the past few months, digital ads have had to work overtime, and they've been this primary touch point to get in front of audiences. And there are several compounding trends that have propelled the usage of digital ads forward. First, I showed that B2B marketing zone chart earlier in the presentation, and it indicated that budgets had been reallocated to content creation. Digital ads are a primary driver to this new content. And we're also seeing digital ads as a primary touch point because buyers are at home. Buyers are spending more time in front of their screens. I know that I am. And that's really the avenue that B2Bs have to use to reach those buyers. And lastly, there have been great pullbacks from powerhouse digital advertisers over the last couple of months. That has really depressed CPMs, which has made it more competitive and honestly just lower than average rates for B2Bs to be able to play in that space. And they're using that as an opportunity to combat the loss of some of these traditional touch points and channels that we've been talking about. This reallocation is not dollar for dollar, but there has been enough budget shift to drive substantial growth on these paid channels. So knowing that the digital side is substantially growing makes it even more interesting that at the same time, our number for the overall B2B advertising market, so that includes traditional and digital, we're actually seeing a significant downturn this year. This is the first time we've ever broken out this estimate, and we see that US B2Bs will spend $21.42 billion on advertising in 2020. That's a drop of 9.6% from last year when 23.71 billion was allocated. Now, to give some context, in 2019, the total ad spending market grew 10.8%. So that's a pretty big drop. 
And this decline is driven by a lot of reasons, but the overall theme is just a pause in traditional media for B2B. That includes TV, radio, print, out of home, as well as the plans to use traditional advertising to promote the events that have been canceled. Now, I do want to note that event sponsorships are obviously a big allocation for B2B marketers, but we consider that a marketing allocation. So that is not included in this number. Now, looking ahead to next year, we do anticipate that this market will recover, growing about 20% in 2021 to just under $26 billion. It's also important for us to look at the B2B market in context with the larger ad market. And this chart does just that. So I know that there's a lot of lines for us to get into here, so I'm going to break each one of them down. B2B digital is the black line. We covered that already. That's the 22.6% growth. And then at the bottom of the chart is the red line. That's B2B overall, and that's the 9.6% drop. But let's look at the blue line. That's our June 2020 estimate of the overall digital ad market. And as you can see, we forecast only a 1.7% growth year over year. That's a disruption from the double-digit growth that we've seen in recent years, and we've seen that growth since the end of the Great Recession. So thanks to the pandemic, 2020 will bring a sharp deceleration for all digital media. And lastly, let's take a look at that gray line. That's our total ad spending number. So again, that includes traditional and digital, and that'll decrease 6.8% this year. Now, this shows another really interesting area of divergence for B2Bs. We have B2B digital ad spend growing, and that's outpacing the larger digital ad market. Then we have the total B2B ad spending number taking an even bigger hit than the overall advertising ecosystem. Let me say that again, because I think it bears repeating. We have B2Bs increasing their spend on digital while significantly reducing their spend on traditional. That's a big deal. I've been covering this forecast for the last three years. I presented it at a ton of different conferences. I used to sound like a broken record saying B2Bs are slow to shift their dollars to digital. They don't have the foundational data. They lack the technology and they're not able to successfully leverage the format. But COVID-19 is really the force that is changing that story and it's changing the narrative of the whole industry. On this slide right now, we have a, a look at the share of digital. So in the larger ad market, digital channels actually drive roughly 60% of total ad spend. But for B2Bs, digital has never gotten a majority share. And in 2020, it won't get a majority share either, but it will spike reaching 38% of total spend. That's a sizable uptick from 2019 when 28% share was estimated for digital. Now, the acceleration won't continue next year. The share of digital will drop to 35%, but that number is still higher than 2019. And that shows that this is a long-term transformation that is happening for B2B digital advertising. I also wanna dig into some of the different types of ads that are driving the surge in digital spend this year. First, custom paid content directly with publishers is thriving. Without face-to-face -face events, B2Bs want to reach audiences, and they want to do that with sponsored virtual events, with webinars, native content pieces, custom mailings. So B2B publishers really, in, in April and May, had to expand themselves quickly and transform their ad offerings to meet this advertiser demand. B2Bs are also going niche here, so they're working with trade and industry-specific publishers as well. 
search is also driving a lot of dollars. B2Bs were very quick to realize the importance of search here because as deals in the pipeline slowed, Search was a channel that could really bring new buyers that were showing intent, that were searching for product into the funnel. And of course, social media ads, this goes without saying, this is a tried and true B2B channel that has been gaining traction for years. There are some incredibly precise targeting capabilities on LinkedIn, on Facebook, as B2Bs try to target their buyers. But we're seeing that as more virtual events take place, B2Bs are putting their dollars into these social channels to drive attendance to these events. And LinkedIn here really reigns supreme. We actually estimate that LinkedIn will secure roughly one-fifth of all U.S. B2B digital ad dollars in 2020. And the last channel that I'll mention here is podcasts. And this one's an interesting one. Obviously, pre-pandemic, for a direct response opportunity, podcasts were a great and engaging channel for B2Bs. But podcast listenership did dip at the start of the pandemic as more buyers weren't commuting as they were at home and working longer hours. But we have seen that podcast listenership has leveled out at, in the last couple of months, which means that this channel, once again, is really a strong format for B2B advertisers. Now, I also want to take a look at device trends. And here we have an interesting turn of events as it relates to the mix. Historically, USB 2 bs have always spent more of their digital ad dollars on desktop and laptop placements over mobile placements. But the story has been, since I've been covering this forecast, that mobile has slowly been eroding desktop share year over year. We haven't passed the tipping point just yet with a majority spend, but it's been getting closer. But due to all the changes and all the shelter in place orders, that trend will actually not continue this year. Mobile is going to lose share. In 2020, mobile advertising at 3.22 billion will account for just 39.5% of all of US B2B digital ad spending. And that's where the dip is. Last year, mobile got a 41% share. So we're seeing a slow erosion there. Desktop and laptops will get just under $5 billion this year in terms of their allocation. So as I said at the top, this year we've expanded this forecast package to include a breakout of the top five industries that drive the majority of US B2B digital advertising. And I'm really excited to share this with you. This is something we've been hoping to break out for years now, and we finally got the granularity to do so. So we'll start off by looking at the pie chart on the screen, and this will give you a sense of the industries that we do break out and how much share they get. We break out estimates for tech products and services, which is about 30% of the market, financial services at 27%, telecom, which is 14%, healthcare at about 10 and travel, which is just less than 4% of the market. Now, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that big 15%, which is an other category. That represents several of the B2B industries that aren't in our big five, but are still driving, as I said, 15% of advertising. So that includes automotive, industrial supplies, manufacturing, energy, professional services, logistics, shipping, and agriculture. So a lot of industries in that 15%, again, we don't have granularity there, but we can walk through these, these top five. And we're going to start off with healthcare, which might be surprising because as you saw in that last chart, it's just 10% of the market at just under 850 million this year. But it is the sector that is seeing the largest and most significant growth rate this year. 
41.2% growth year over year for this category. And I don't think this is very surprising considering that we're in a global health crisis, but the spike is driven by several trends as advertisers in this space are looking to reach buyers and they're looking to advertise medical supplies and PPE. There of course are considerations around the pharmaceutical and biotech supply chain. We're also seeing a surging need for hospital service companies and there's a big rise in enterprise health tech companies. If you think about businesses that are trying to consider and outline their return to office policies, they are turning to healthcare tech providers to help them through this endeavor in terms of tracking whether employees are you know, fit to go back to the office. And finally, we're also seeing an increase in enterprise health insurance, telemedicine, and mental health offerings during this time. Next, moving on to our largest category, this is the tech products and services. This year, the tech B2B category will spend $2.41 billion on digital media. That's a 37% increase from 2019 when this sector spent $1.76 billion. It's the second fastest growing industry in our forecast, obviously just behind healthcare. And I don't think this one is a super surprising story either. B2B tech companies are really digital transformation enablers. And the conditions of remote work during the, during the pandemic has put these firms in a good position to support workplace transformation. And in fact, I had mentioned earlier that 62% of B2B marketers have had budget cuts. These companies are really not facing any marketing budget cuts this year. And in fact, they're turning to digital advertising to really drive acquisition efforts and double down because there are so many new buyers that are in market for their products that weren't in market before COVID-19 hit. Despite the current economic crisis, the U.S. B2B financial services sector will spend $2.2 billion on digital advertising in 2020, and that's a 28% increase year over year. Growth in this sector is not as strong as healthcare or tech, but this is still a category that over $2 billion is sustaining the US B2B digital ad spending market. Companies in this industry are really turning to digital advertising right now to boost their brand awareness and their brand reputation. It's also an opportunity for them to seize market opportunity. Their clients at this time need assistance, managing their finances, managing loans and, and insurance needs. So this is an opportunity for them to get in front of those buyers. Further, there's a surge in fintech companies in this category as well. There are providers that enable early wage access and digital payment processing vendors that are also driving spend in this category. Moving on to B2B digital telecom, we estimate that this sector will reach $1.15 billion in 2020, and that's also up 28% from 2019 when it was under $1 billion, just $900 million allocated. B2B advertisers in this industry recognize how the lines between remote work and at-home life have blurred, and that has meant new enterprise expectations for faster services, more reliable connectivity, heightened security, and more bandwidth. But of course, these are for individuals that are working at home, which makes it all the more complicated. Further driving spend in this sector is 2020's 5G rollout and of course, some of the big telecom mergers that we've seen, like T-Mobile and Sprint, are spurring spend. All other sectors in our top five categories, as we just saw, are growing significantly during the pandemic. But unsurprisingly, travel is not seeing that effect. In fact, travel is declining an estimated 44.5% in 2020. Last year, B2B travel advertisers allocated $550 million to digital advertising. 
but the coronavirus lockdowns really caused an abrupt drop in spend. And now we're estimating that it's just over 300 million in 2020. That is the lowest amount in any year of our forecast period. In the US, B2B travel halted very early on in the pandemic. And in fact, the last industry event that I was able to attend in person was the sister conference of this event, the B2B Marketing Exchange. And after that, the world changed. So B2B travel advertisers also had to pivot their strategy. So for that reason, performance advertising for this sector is really down because corporate travel bookings are not happening. However, some dollars are being spent on educational content and that includes things like best practices for traveling in a post-pandemic world and what the future of corporate travel might look like. Now, there are some sectors that are still traveling, healthcare workers, government workers, sports, news media, those businesses still have people on the road and the savviest travel advertisers have started to target those specific industries. Still, the future of B2B travel advertising is uncertain. Even when restrictions are lifted, companies might not feel safe sending employees to events or other cities to conduct businesses. Further, when in-person conferences resume, it's likely that hybrid events, that a mix in virtual and physical elements, will become the new norm in a post-pandemic economy. It's for this reason that we don't anticipate that this industry will fully recover in 2021. Spending will grow, though, by 17.8% to $359 million. But we still have to note that this is lower than spending from 2017 and 2019. So now that we've dug into some of our estimates and all of the specific industry trends, as I mentioned, I did want to take some time to share some of the best practices that I've noted in my research and in my conversations with B2B advertisers. We all know that typically that B2Bs are looking to reach a very targeted and precise buyer cohort with their paid digital media efforts. This trend towards targeted advertising has been strengthened in recent years by the growing adoption of ABM. And in fact, 50% of B2B companies said that they plan to invest more in ABM ads this year, and that's according to some demand-based data. ABM ads were also the fourth highest response in this survey, coming in behind only direct mail, content, and target account selection. So although ABM ads are becoming more common, there are some misconceptions that I still see as advertisers talk about ABM ads. First, ABM ads are not just a single channel. They work across a variety of formats that are enabled by publishers and technology providers that really offer B2Bs the ability to target audiences based on account-centric attributes. And second, digital ABMs do not work if they're the only channel that you're using. They need to work uh, in concert with a larger and holistic ABM strategy that works across all channels and within your customer journey. Further, ABM ads and ABM in general won't work if your data isn't accurate. The coronavirus has also disrupted all of the audience data and all of the target account lists that B2B spent money on at the beginning of the year. All that time, all that work completed before the pandemic is no longer valid. And if you're still working from those accounts, you're not targeting the right audiences. Your buyers are different, and therefore you need to revisit your customer data. You need to rework your ICP, your ideal customer profile, and your total addressable market. That means that you might remove companies and industries that have been hard hit from your target accounts. Or if there are specific companies that have furloughed or laid off employees, you're not going to want to target them. 
but there also might be new logos and new sectors that need your services now that didn't need them prior to COVID. You should be making sure that those companies are now on your account list. And lastly, even if you just redid this work last week or a month ago, don't set it and forget it. The pandemic is changing things at a rapid pace. So B2Bs must be vigilant in making sure they're working from the most accurate and current buyer personas, customer data, and target account list. And of course, when it comes to targeting, even if all your data is accurate, there's still a big question mark that's spurred by work from home orders. And that really is the reliability of ABM ad targeting when most vendors rely very heavily on reverse IP address detection. They're using this to serve ads, but buyers are no longer in an office. So how is the efficacy and the accuracy of this technology really working? This is something that I've pressed vendors on in my conversations with them. And they maintain that they're relying on a strong cookie pool to triangulate account identification during this crisis. And I've seen it work as a recipient of account-based ads. But the cookie backup plan will really only hold up for so long. As many companies extend their remote work policies into 2021, over time, this is going to present a problem as the cookie depreciates next year. So what's the solution? The future for B2B advertisers requires that you take control of your own data. You need to ask yourself, when you're doing an ad campaign, what data is powering that campaign? Do we own that data? Because if not, you'll have to rethink all of those ad executions. Research from Dun & Bradstreet shows that while 6 in 10 B2B sales and marketing professionals in North America and in the UK use first-party data, there's still half of respondents that are relying on third-party data as well. Make sure that you shore up your first-party data this year and beyond. That needs to be a top agenda for continued accuracy in your advertising. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we have today, but I know that I did share a lot with you, and I want to recap with some key takeaways. First, in the U.S., digital B2B advertising is seeing strong growth during the tumultuous coronavirus pandemic. B2Bs are turning to digital ads to engage buyers, and they're taking advantage of lower CPMs as many big brand advertisers are limiting their own advertising. B2Bs are relying more on desktop formats to reach buyers who are less mobile than in prior years. And we're also seeing search, social, and custom content really drive a lot of spend this year as as the appropriate touch points to reach your buyers. We broke down the industries, healthcare, tech products and services, financial services, and telecom saw growth this year while the B2B travel ad spend market completely crashed. Lastly, I gave you some best practices about ABM ads. They can really help you reach a targeted audience, but for continued impact in a cookie-less world, you must embrace your first-party data. Thanks so much for joining me today. As I said, I've shared a lot of data and a lot of research. So if you have any questions, you can feel free to reach out to me on email. My email address is on the slide, or you can find me on LinkedIn. There'll also be a recording of this presentation that you'll be able to watch on demand. So thanks. And hopefully we'll be able to see each other in person soon. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.